This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Joe Biden has his pick for USDA's next undersecretary for rural development. Biden today nominated Basil Gooden to the post, putting him in line to fill the position vacated by Xochitl Torres Small when she became USDA's deputy secretary earlier this summer. Gooden has held various roles in rural development throughout his career, including as Virginia's state director during the Obama administration and his current role as RD's director of state operations. Gooden also has experience as Virginia's Ag and Forestry Secretary, a role he held from 2016 to 2018, and in Virginia's Department of Housing and Community Development. In a statement, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack called Gooden a widely respected, accomplished champion for affordable housing, community advancement, and economic development. His nomination will be subject to Senate confirmation, and the Senate Ag Committee has a loaded agenda between now and the end of the year. The House and Senate are back in town this week, and it's full speed ahead on government funding from now through the end of the month. That's when the current fiscal year expires, meaning lawmakers need to come to an agreement by October 1st to avoid a government shutdown. In the Senate, the Ag Appropriations Bill to fund USDA and the FDA is one of three measures expected to be considered this week. The debate is expected to include many amendments, but Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has grouped the Ag Spending Bill with the other two items to form a so-called minibus that is expected to receive bipartisan support. Perhaps the most intrigue in the conversation will come from the House, where GOP leadership must navigate the demands of the conservative members of the Republican conference. One path could be passing a continuing resolution to allow time for the regular order process called for by members of the House Freedom Caucus, but that could be complicated by policy fights over border security and a White House supplemental request for disaster recovery funding and support for Ukraine. There's also multiple fly-ins this week, including contingents from the National Farmers Union and International Fresh Produce Association. There's more on Gooden's nomination and a more complete look at the week's events in our coverage on agripulse.com. In other news, USDA says it is doing its best to address staffing needs across the country. Agripulse's Hannah Pegel has more. USDA is hoping to hire more employees in its county offices to address long-standing staffing shortages but department leaders say they are working through a slow process. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack spoke to members of the National Farmers Union today in Washington. He says USDA and the Forest Service have hired 1,800 new employees over the last two years, but adding to that figure will require some changes. It takes a long, long time uh, to identify folks and get them through the process and get them on board. We've tried to streamline that process, uh, but it is still in need of significant reform which would require uh, not just action by the Department of Agriculture, but action by the uh, the Office of Personnel Management. I know they're working on that. Uh, It doesn't just focus on agriculture. It would have to focus on every single department of the federal government. So you're talking about millions of people whose lives would be impacted and affected by a major reform. Vilsack says money is another challenge. USDA staffing is one of several issues NFU plans to bring up with lawmakers during this week's fly-in. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Finally today, Bear Crop Science North America leader Jackie Applegate wants simplicity to rule the day as the Environmental Protection Agency considers changes to how it safeguards certain species against farm inputs. 
The agency is currently working on a pilot program it says is designed to protect vulnerable species, but farm input companies and some state regulators are worried it could greatly expand the regulatory reach of the agency. Applegate says she hopes EPA will make sure the new regulation can still work for producers. Applegate offers more thoughts on sustainability and the regulatory environment facing crop inputs in her open mic interview on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Agripulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. U.S. agriculture contributes just 10% to overall greenhouse gas emissions, a lot less than other industries. Agriculture also plays an active role in enhancing wildlife and absorbing carbon. Learn more at fb.org sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.